God bless you on today for joining me for a power up and a moment of prayer. However, I don't just want you to listen to me pray. I want you to engage your faith, open up your spirit so that we can see the hand of God move upon the circumstances and the situations in which we are bringing before the throne of grace on today with the knowledge that there is no problem, no situation, no sickness or disease that stands higher than the power of God. We pray with great expectations, knowing that God can and will move on our behalf. The power for today will come from the book of Romans, the 8th chapter. Yes, 8th chapter, and we're going to start at the 3rd verse. For what the law could not do, in that which was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, for that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Fifth verse says, For they that are after the flesh do not do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Sixth verse says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Seventh verse says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be so. Eighth verse says, so that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Ninth verse says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you now. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If you don't have the Spirit of Christ, you do not belong to God. I'm sorry. I know people have said all kinds of things. I understand that there has been some soft teaching about this thing. But the Word says that if you have not the flesh, then you're none of his. Okay? I didn't make it up. We just read it. Go back and read it for yourself. It says that almost word for word in almost every translation that I was able to put my hands on. It pretty much says the same thing. Okay. A lot of people like to refer back to the NIV version. I'm going to try to pull that one up and see if I can tell you what the NIV says about walking that being not of God. Okay. Because there is a mandate that you have to be of the spirit. Okay, you have to be of the spirit. And if you're not of the spirit, then the word declares that you are none of his. It's not my words. It's the word of the living God. I didn't make it up. I didn't write it. I didn't rewrite it. I didn't dress it up. I'm just coming straight out of the word. Okay, you, however, that are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. That is the new international version saying the same thing. We got to forsake these desires of the flesh. 
We got to walk not after what the flesh wants. We got to come into perfect compliance with the will of the Holy Spirit so that we can find ourselves to be a child of God. Okay, there was a reason for this. Okay, we understand that the law of Moses, that was the law that the Israelites lived under. That was the law of Solomon and David and Paul, and not Paul, Paul became after that. See, the enemy want to mix me up, but you ain't going to be able to do that. That was the law of Rahab and Joshua and all these mighty men and women of God out of the Old Testament, the law of Moses. Okay, but we could not live up to that law. Okay, it made that law was too strict for us to be able to comply with. We could not take the guidance of the words on a piece of paper and let it be enough for us to follow and for us to be at perfect peace in the perfect positioning in God. We couldn't do that. And God understood that and he acknowledged that. So what he did was he took his son and he sent his son down in the likeness, hear me, in the likeness of sinful flesh. He looked like us, but he wasn't of us. He had eyes, nose, and mouth, feet, and a voice like us, but he was not from where we came from. He was not of this world. He was just wrapped up in the things that look like this world so that he could come down and relate to what we were going through in this world so that he could offer us a doorway to everlasting life. All right. That was the reason why Christ had to come so that we could have a doorway into the everlasting eternal life. He says he is the door. That's over in the book of John. I believe it's the 10th chapter. He says that he is the door. He is the way. And anybody that come any other way, it come like a thief and a robber. So you can't get to God, but through Christ. All right, everybody going to say all kinds of things. You can't get through Christ, can't get to God through your good works. You can't get to God through your good looks. You can't get to God through your money. You can only get to God, to God through Jesus Christ. There is no other way. There is no other way. I'm sorry. It don't work. You might try it. You might think you win it. But at the end, your wages of sin is going to be death. You can't buy it. Okay, you can't buy it. A man over in the book of Acts tried that. He tried it. He tried to buy the Holy Spirit. How much money can I offer you? He was a sorcerer. And he wanted that Holy Spirit. That's what he called it. He wanted that. And he wanted to be able to give that Holy Spirit to other people. Just like he saw the men of God doing. But he told them, you know what devil? Get up, get thee behind me. Because there is no price on the blood of Jesus. There's no price on the Holy Spirit. The price has already been paid. And you know I know nobody else that walk the face of this earth can pay the price. Because the price is too high. It can't be paid by the flesh of man. It can't be paid in a sinful body. It can't be paid in a sinful mindset. It can't be paid with all the money that you might have in a bank. No matter if you got money like everybody. All these big people. Jeff Bezos and Eli Mons, you got money like all these, the man that own Tesla, you can have his kind of money, but you can't buy the promises of God. You can't pay for the blood of Jesus. Your money ain't big enough. All right. So you got to get it right. The only way you can get it right is that your spirit man got to be stripped down. Your spirit man got to be sanctified. Your spirit man got to be purified. Your spirit man got to be anointed. Your spirit man got to be sanctified. Your spirit man got to be purged. Your spirit man got to be renewed. Your spirit man got to be rebuilt. Your spirit man got to be edified.
That's the only way. There ain't no other way. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. There is no other way. You can't do it no other way. There is no other way to make it into the kingdom. Beside your, your, your fleshly mindset being replaced and purged with a spiritual mindset. Your fleshly body being transformed to a spiritual use. You can't get it in the, in the state that you find yourself in. And you are there unless you have said yes to God. Unless you have internalized the spirit of the living God on the inside. Unless you know that for the God that you live is for the God that you are willing to die. Unless you have let go of your worldly ways. Unless you have put down your reggae and your R&B and your rap. You can't get there because those things cannot abide in the presence of the Lord. Because they were made by unclean hands. Because they were orchestrated and composed by an unclean mindset. Because they don't give God no glory. So after that which the Holy Ghost show up, then your reggae gotta die. After that which the Holy Ghost show up, your R&B gotta die. After that which the Holy Ghost show up, your jazz gotta die. Because what it is doing, see people don't see nothing wrong with listening to jazz. But let me help you. It seduces the mind. And it puts a mind in a sexual mindset. And if you ain't married, your mind don't need to be there. And if you are married, then your spouse is more than enough to get your mind where it need to be. So on today, I want you to understand that your mind got to be purged from the little things. Because the word declares that the little foxes or what destroyed the vine. It ain't the big things. It ain't the things that people can see. They can see you going to the liquor store. They can see you buying cigarettes. Those things are pretty big. Because somebody else can witness them. But it's the little foxes. That spoil the vine. These are the things that disconnect you from God. These are the things that disconnect you from the spirit. These are the things that stop you. From reaching your full potential. In God. These kinds of things. Okay. The, the, the sexual desires that are not natural and you are married with a spouse. The sexual desires that you have that are not natural. You know the things that make you feel guilty way down on the inside. I don't got to get into the list because everybody's list is not going to be the same. You got to operate in your own level of conviction because your level of conviction may not be my level. Okay, but there are some things that is just plain and simple. You cannot abide in the presence of God with the spirit on the inside, listening to people cussing and drinking and smoking and talking about sexing and, and, and prostituting and running around in the street. You can't listen to that stuff. The God that we serve is not going to abide in an atmosphere where that kind of thing is being released. He's not going to stay. He's not going to stay. He's not going to stay. Okay, so don't let the enemy rob you out of your right to the God that we serve. Because God gave us the right to life and peace. He gave us the right to joy and love. He gave us the right to life and to have it more abundantly. But every time you turn on that type of music, every time you engage in that kind of atmosphere, what you are doing is you are, you are removing yourself, separating yourself from the presence of God. And that separation can cost you your life. So you got to stay connected. Ask the Lord to give you the strength to disconnect yourself away from the things that are not pleasing in his sight. And what that I know he will do. Because he did it for me. 
He will give you what you need to disconnect yourself from the places where you don't need to be connected. Shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on, on me. As we lead prayer today, but never the presence of the Most High God, we want to take with us the joy of the Lord, which is our strength that he may walk with us throughout this day and keep us encouraged, knowing that the blood of Jesus is covering us, shielding us, and protecting us from all harm and danger. If you would like to submit a prayer request or praise report by text message, please do so at 843-790-4229. If you prefer to email, you can do that as well at the email address seeingwithoutseeing2020 at gmail.com if you would like to sow a seed into this prayer movement please feel free by zelle or paypal at seeing without seeing 2020 at gmail.com if you prefer to use cash app that tag would be dollar sign seeing without seeing understand on today that you must have faith and no room for doubt. And the Lord God Almighty, He will bring you out. <laughs>